0: ready. Justice is truth. Justice is truth in action. Justice is truth in action. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay. Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks, Lord, as we look to your word. We're asking, Father God, that once again that you're Holy Spirit, who dwells within us, Father God, would open our eyes of our understanding to, to gain greater revelation, Father God, that we might receive, Father God, and put into practice, Father God, that which you are about to show each and every one of us. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. There was an old prospector. You could say he, he was in... Uh, the well, Gold Rush days, okay? There's no prospector. He thought he found gold, and they found him and his mule dead by a dried-up well. Before he died, he wrote, "I died rich. I died rich." That's what he wrote. But all he had was a couple of saddlebags filled with fool's gold okay there are those who say i dig the ditch to get money to buy food to get the strength to dig the ditch to get the money to buy food to get the strength to dig the ditch they never break the cycle that keeps them in want They never break the cycle that keeps them in want. They just go round, 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 round. Uh, A lot of us have been there, and hopefully, you're not there or not there any longer, or we're breaking out of that rut. Amen. Glory to God. To be successful in life, we need to know and acknowledge God's Word and to implement it in our lives. You just can't know the Word. You've got to be not only a hearer of the Word, but you've got to be a doer of the Word. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Sadly, though, many Christians have the map for success but fail to follow through on the instructions. Isn't that terrible? So let me give you a couple examples. Psalms 35. Go to Psalms 35. Chapter 35 in Psalms. Look at verse 27 now. Psalms 35, 27. Let them shout for what? Let them shout for joy and be Glad. glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which has Pleasure in the of His servant. Amen. From the Amplified it reads, Let those who favor my righteous cause and have pleasure in my uprightness shout for joy and be glad and say continually, Let the Lord be magnified who takes pleasure in the prosperity of His saints. Glory to God. Amen. Who takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants? Glory to God! Hallelujah! Is that you this morning? I hope it is. Amen. Do you shout for joy Amen. every time, every way? Do you shout for joy? Well, let's let's go on to uh, back up further into the Old Testament and find the book of Second Chronicles. That Second Co- Chronicles. It's after 1 Chronicles, if you're wondering. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. We'll read with verse 20. 2 Chronicles 20, 20. And they arose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and ye shall be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye be prosper. Wow. Well, we, we just looked at two scriptures that we are supposed to do something. We are, need to be shouting for joy because he gives us prosperity. And we are to believe what he says. Amen. Amen. So are we believers in heart only, or are we believers with heart and action? Amen. Okay. So what is prosperity? And how can we have prosperity God's way? I know you're going to like this. So turn with me to the book of Ecclesiastics. It's right after Proverbs. Ecclesiastics. And we want to find the 11th chapter. That's Ecclesiastics chapter 11. We're going to see eight principles... for prosperity in Ecclesiastics. Verse 1. Ecclesiastics chapter 11, verse 1. Cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many days. Cast your bread upon the waters, for you shall find it in many days. This principle deals with investment. Cast it on Okay, now I just put your marker there, keep your marker there in uh, Ecclesiastics, and we want to go to the book of Matthew this time to see why we need to invest. Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25, we have the parable of the talents, beginning with verse 14. But I want, to, I want us to go all the way down to the 24th chapter. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord... I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was twenty-five, verse twenty-five. I was afraid and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, here is thy talent. Okay, the man had one talent, and the Lord. Well, if you read prior to that, you had one one individual gets five talents, another one three, and they invested it and it multiplied for them. This individual did not invest. He had one talent and he refused to invest it. We're stewards. Each and every one of us are stewards. And we are to manage What God has given us. And we are to what? Invest in it. Okay. In other words, make your talent grow. Amen. Okay, I'm going to give you a quote from General George Patterson. Ready? We are not just to hold our own. We are not just to hold our own. Or to hold our position. But we are to be advancing. We need to be advancing. In your investments, you need to advance. Okay, well, so we also, we also need to examine our motives when we, we invest. We are not to do with, do, invest with greed. Or with pride, so let's uh, go return, well, not quite, but the book before Ecclesiastes, you find the book of Proverbs, and we want to go to the 13th chapter, that's Proverbs chapter 13. Oh, glory, Proverbs 13. Verse 20, it says, He that walketh with wise men shall be wise but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. So we need to be wise with our investments. Just don't put everything there. And go on to Proverbs chapter 14. And verse 15. The simple believeth every word, but a prudent man looks well into his doing. Glory to God. So when you invest in different areas, do do some research before you put it in, okay? Because uh, we'll look at principle two. Let's go to go back to Ecclesiastes chapter eleven, and uh, we just went through verse one. Cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many days. So there's the investment. Verse 2, give a portion to seven and also to eight, for thou knowest not what evil shall come upon the earth. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So the second thing that we need to know about uh, prosperity, we need to have diversification. Okay. In other words, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Um, Back in the 20s when they had this Wall Street crash, I think it's 1929, the Wall Street crash. A lot of people were jumping out of windows because all their money was invested in one thing, stocks, and the stocks went down, and they didn't have any money anymore, so they just went, it's over. So we need to invest in different areas, glory to God. Um, So we need to save some, spend some, And give some. Save some. This is your storehouse. And it says that uh, after you get one storehouse filled, you need to have another storehouse. Amen? Uh, The storehouse is for security for future emergencies, if you have those. And knowing that you have it, a storehouse or two storage houses gives you a safe comfort zone. Amen. That means you. Some of us need to start putting some money in our storehouse. Build up that that uh, equity. Glory to God. Okay. We said spend, uh, save some. Now, okay, spend some. Glory to God. We like to do that. Don't let my wife see the catalog for shoes because. She's got the shoes. She's got a closet full of shoes you don't even wear. Anyway. Shh. Spend some for your daily living. I mean, meet your, meet your daily require- requirement. And then also, spend some for some of the desires you have. Have enough money. Going, okay, I, I we deserve this. We're going to take a trip. Or we're going to take a vacation. Or, I'm going to buy that New parachute? No. We're going <laughs> to go out to dinner. You know, you're going to have that. So, you- so, what do we got to do again? We-, we have to save some. There's that banking account in the storehouse. Spend some, have enough to spend it. And, and not worry about spending anything. Amen? Now, and then it says, give some. Uh oh. This is your sewing. When you sow, it keeps your harvest productive and bountiful. And it will always produce the maximum results when you sow, given to God. It is to keep your harvest productive and bountiful. It's always producing the maximum results. You don't just want 30%. You don't want 60%. You want 100% on your on your return. So, so, correctly. Okay. Number three. Uh, cast your bread upon the waters. Now, then we have the principle of diversification. Verse three. If the clouds be full of rain, that's uh, Ecclesiastics eleven three. three. If the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth and if there be a tree fall towards the south or towards the north, in the place where the tree falls, there it shall be. We, this tells us we need to be prepared. We need to have the art of preparation. Seasons come and seasons go. Just like, I'm glad we're into spring now. It's getting warmer. I, I didn't like that real cold weather, but, you know, spring's a lot better. Okay, so seasons co- go in our life, okay. Okay. Um, don't be like some individuals, some Christians say, I'm just going to trust God. Hey, he, he tells us to prepare. You already know, he told us to save some, spend some, give some. That's preparation. Glory to God. To say you're trusting God without preparing is not faith. To say you're trusting God and not be prepared. It's not faith. It's presumption or foolishness. We don't want to fall on that. So if you're standing with me, let's go to Proverbs chapter 6. And Proverbs chapter 6. And we want to begin with verse 6. 6. Proverbs 6, 6. Go to the ant, thou sluggard; consider her ways, and be wise, which having no guide, overseer, or ruler, provideth her meat in the summer, and gathereth her food in the harvest. Wow. How long will you sleep, O slugger? well When thou shalt arrive from the sleep, yet a little sleep, a little slumber, and a little of folding hands to sleep, so shall thy poverty come on one that traveleth prevails, and thy want as a armed man. In other words, we need to have be prepared just like the ant. The, the ant says it prepares for everything, the, the new season coming up and so forth. Uh, Proverbs, go to Proverbs chapter 21 this time, We're looking at the same subject of uh, preparation. That's Proverbs 21. Oh, glory to God. Looking at verse 20. That's Proverbs 21, 20. There's a treasure to be desired, an oil in the uh, dwelling of the wise, but a foolish man sp- spendeth it up. We've got to be wise, okay? Um, look at, the, you could go back to the book of uh, Genesis and you find somebody that was wise, was not foolish. He had preparations. He knew God. Joseph. Remember Joseph in Egypt? God told him what was going to happen and what did he do? He prepared not only for himself, but he prepared for the nation and also prepared for the world. That's when his brothers came, you know. Uh, So Joseph prepared for the famine. Okay, We need to know our God also. Knowing the heart of God will always keep you abreast of things that are coming your way. Always rely on the word of God. Truth will always prevail and keep you safe. Truth will always prevail and keep you safe. Glory to God. So we have cash your bread upon the waters, principles of people. Of, I can't get the words out. Three, the art of preparation. Okay, are you ready? Going back to what are we looking at? What's our key chapter or verse that we're looking at? Book? Ecclesiastics. Thank you. Okay. Ecclesiastics. Looking at verse 4. He that observeth the wind shall not sow, and he that regardeth the cloud shall not reap. Oh, my gosh. This one. This one here is the principle of venture, the principle of venture, or risk-taking. Have you taken a risk as a Christian? God says you need to take a risk. What about the, what about the, going back to the people with the talents? Did they not risk the talents that were given to them for it to multiply? So God is asking us to risk certain areas. Okay. Okay. The Bible encourages us to take a risk in life. Uh, This is not gambling. When you do God's ways, okay, you know. Um, Every farmer takes a risk every time he puts seed in the ground, and it's a far cry from gambling, all right? Um, The difference between taking a risk and gambling is this. All legitimate business involves risk-taking. Legitimate business is a win-win situation. For example, I make a widget. You need a widget. You buy the widget, and I prosper. We're both happy. You got the widget that you wanted, and I got the finances for widget. So that's a win-win situation. All right, you understand that now? I hope. Gambling is built on a win-loser principle. How many, well... I'm gonna ask you, honey, go out there and rub those uh, coins and see if you got the money. You know, right now they're looking for somebody. Heard it on the radio, they're looking for somebody that's going to that on their magic card, their scribbling card. They're they're looking for somebody that because they won 156 million dollars on one of those cards. They're looking for the individual. They told them. They said this This card was sold at some place. So imagine, you know. But, you know, that person won, but what about the rest of the people? They threw their money away, okay? So that's gambling. Gam- gambling is bogus, okay? Um, its profit, profit is based on somebody else losing to you. That's a gamble, okay? Again, le- legitimate business is... I help you, and you help me. Okay, Okay. going back to remember the man who hid his talent in the ground? He hid it because it said he was what? Afraid. There are times when you have to go out on the limb. And where do you find the fruit? On the trunk? Or on the branches or the limbs. So that's why you have to go out on the limb sometimes. That's why you have to take that risk. But if you do it God's way, it's not a risk. You're, you're going to receive that fruit. Amen? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Uh, let's look at a few people that took risk. Let's go to the book of Acts. The book of Acts, quickly. Acts chapter 15. Acts chapter 15. Verse twenty six, Acts fifteen twenty, and the men have hazarded their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. What's hazarded of life? Taking a risk for the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to take risks sometimes. Take that risk, but no, go with God. You know, don't, don't just go way out there. Okay. Uh, let's look. Let's go back to the book of Proverbs and let's look at a couple of these others. Proverbs chapter twenty-one. Proverbs chapter twenty-one. Risk-taking. Proverbs twenty-one. I don't want you all running out to Seven uh, Eleven and buying those little tickets now. You. Know. <laughs> the well, God gave me the numbers? <laughs> Proverbs twenty-one, looking at verse five: the thoughts of the diligent tend only to plentiness, but for everyone that is hasty, only want. So it can't be hasty. Got to, you gotta. Know, there's there's risk tasting, but you, you'll do it right. Proverbs chapter twenty-seven. This time, in Proverbs chapters twenty-seven. Verse 12, a, Proverbs uh, 27, 12. And a prudent man foresees the evil and hides himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Be wise in your risk-taking, in other words. In Proverbs chapter 28, and we want to look at verse 2. For the transgressions of the land are many, and the princes thereof, but, but by the man of understanding and knowledge the state thereof shall be... Long. Or other words from, uh, from the Amplified says, When the land trans- transgresses, it has many rulers. But when a ruler is a man of discernment, understanding, and knowledge, he is stable. Its stability will long continue. So that's what we, and you're venturing, you're risk taking, you do it correctly. Amen. Okay, let's go back to Ecclesiastes chapter eleven. This, t- this time you're going to have to turn the page and go to verse five. Ecclesiastes eleven five, and thou knowest not what it is the way of the spirit, nor how the bones do grow in the womb of her that is with child. Even so thou knowest not the works of God who maketh all. Whoa, okay. This principle is trusting. We need to trust God. Hallelujah. Um, There are some things we will never know or cannot know. We just have to look for the Lord's instructions or his answers. Amen. Uh, We're in the neighborhood of of, uh, Isaiah. So let's go to the book of Isaiah, chapter 58. Isaiah, chapter 58. Glory to God. I know it's in here. Isaiah chapter 58. Trusting the Lord. We're talking, the principle of trusting the Lord. Verse 11, that's Isaiah 58, 11. And the Lord shall guide thee once in a while. And the Lord shall guide thee continually. And hopefully thy soul in drought, oh, satisfy thy soul, oh, soul. Oh, okay. and make thy, none of you like this word, bones, <laughs> or fat bones. Well, if you have good moral in your bones, you know, you got a, you have a good blood, okay? <laughs> and thou shalt be like a watered garden and a spring of water that, whose water fails not. Oh, glory. When you trust God, you're going to have the best. Amen. There's not going to be a dry season. Amen. I mean, the children of Israel never had a dry season in the wilderness. Right. They had food in the morning and evening. They had water. They had perfect air conditioning during the hot days and, and uh, a warm, glowing fire at night. They trusted him in that area. We need to trust him. Okay. Uh, now, go since... Uh, but back up now once, once again. Go. Psalms 32. This time, Psalms 32. And Psalms 32. The principle of trust. The principle of trust. Psalms chapter 32. Verse 8. God says, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with my mind. Glory to God! If you're following God, you're not going to have any problems. There's trust. You have to trust God what He tells you to do. Some people. (laughs) Some people. I'm going to put this on the tithing level. Some people says, "I don't have anything to give." On tithes and offerings, what it says, what it says. Malachi, you tithe, you get a percentage back. So if you tithe nothing, you get nothing. So you gotta at least give something, okay? So that's trusting God. Okay, uh, Psalms thirty-seven this time. In Psalms chapter thirty-seven, verse twenty-three. This is speaking of you, Psalms. 37, 23. this is you. The steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord, and he delights in his way. That's speaking of you. You better highlight that and say, me. Proverbs, go back to the Proverbs, or move forward into Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 3, we've read these scriptures quite a bit. We're talking about the principle of trust. Proverbs chapter 3, verse, beginning with verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not unto thine own understandings. Verse 6. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Glory to God. There's that trust. Be not wise in thy own eyes. Fear the Lord, and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel, and marrow to thy bones. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's trusting God. Great things take place and one more Uh, let's go to the book of isaiah chapter one that's isaiah chapter one if you don't understand something you need to ask the lord isaiah chapter one looking at verse 18 god says come now let us reason together saith the lord though your sins be as scarlet they shall be as white as snow though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Well, we need to find out what God says about things and go to his thoughts, his ways. Okay. Follows God's direction, in other words. All right. Okay, verse 6 in Ecclesiastics, chapter 11, says, In the morning sow thy seed, and in the evening withhold not thy hand. Thou knowest not whither thou pro- shall prosper, either this or that, or where they both shall be like good. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. The, this principle in, in Ecclesiastes it talks about work ethics, your work ethics. Glory to God. Uh, some people are looking for formula, get-rich schemes, you know. But stop looking. Start in the word of God and follow the uh, the formula which he gives. Amen. Amen? Glory to God. For example, a guy came to work with two black eyes. And the boss said, who did that? The man says, nobody gave him to me. I had to fight for it. Boy, are you there this morning? This guy had two black eyes. The boss says, where'd you get those black eyes? I didn't get them from anybody. I fought for them. Zip. (laughs) Zip. better... What kind of jokes you tell at, at, uh, <laughs> in preschool so I can get, get everybody caught up here? <laughs> you need to work. We need to fight. The principle of work, we need to fight for the principle of work. Let's go. Let's drop back to Proverbs chapter 14 this time. Oof. Working. Work, Proverbs fourteen verse twenty. The poor is hated, even his own, even his own neighbor. But the rich has many friends. The rich has many friends. You have. You should have many friends. You are rich in the Lord. Amen. Uh, Proverbs chapter twenty-eight. Proverbs twenty-eight. Verse 19, that's Proverbs 28, 19. We're talking about the principle of work here. He that tilleth the land, that's uh, 28, 19. He that tilleth the land shall have plenty of bread, glory to God, but he that falls after vain persons shall have poverty enough. We need to work. Need to work. Oh, this one, this one hurts a lot of people. Second uh, Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians. In 2 Thessalonians, we read chapter 3, verse 10. We're looking how to get prosperous, become prosperous, from the book of Ecclesiastes. Uh, 2 Thessalonians, chapter 3, verse 10. For even when, when we were with you, this we... Command, that if any would not work, neither should you eat. Amen? Somebody needs to work. Uh, you know, the welfare system we have today is a disaster. Um, there's, they, they say there's over $30 billion spent on food, which is good. Amen? Amen? without one person working an hour for it. Because a lot of them won't work. A lot of people won't work. They would rather be on welfare. I, you know, I'm looking for my welfare check. Uh, this is uh, the $30 billion going out. It's, it's talking about those that cannot work. It's referring to those who will not work. Are they going to be prosperous, those individuals? They think they're they're getting away with it. Something getting finances coming their way because it's free and they don't have to work for it. But uh, they'll never get get where you um, go. Okay. What about credit cards? Everybody has credit cards. Glory to God, hallelujah. But uh, many have substituted the credit card for a debit card. And what is debit? Debt. Okay, you don't catch that one either. All right. Somebody... Okay, let's go to, back to Ecclesiastics, chapter 11. We will look at verse 7 and 8. Ecclesiastics 11, 7, 8. Truly, the light is sweet and, and a pleasant thing. It is for the eye to behold the sun. Verse 8. But if a man liveth many years and rejoices in them all... Yet let him remember the days of darkness, for they shall be many. All that all that cometh is vanity. Well, we need, we need to look at things in proper perspectives. All right, this is the last, just about the last thing. Proper perspectives. Enjoy life, but know that there's going to be seasons when things happen. You know, you, you know, a season could be you know. Uh, the deaf in the family there there there's no joy there unless you know that that individual is going to uh, be with the Lord. you know it's those that you you wonder about i mean if you if we drove by the cemetery um, how many people are not enjoying where they're at? I mean I you know <laughs> oh, <so. laughs> raise me up, raise me up, I'll change, <laughs> okay. First, oh, okay. First Timothy, first Timothy. You're making it difficult this morning. First <laughs> First Timothy, chapter 6, verse 17. Having proper perspective on things. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 17. Charge them that are rich in the world that they, not, they be not high-minded nor trust in uncertainty, uncertainty riches, but in the living God who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. We need to have the right perspective. A lot of people that are rich are... Their God is money. That's not the way it goes. Um, when it rains, it pours, but it, it rains on the good and it rains on the bad. So we need to be persp- have perspective. That person that's bad and ha- is having a, a, you know, quote, how can they have all that and you know, they're a bad person? Well, one of these days it's going to rain the other way. It'll, it'll be, they'll be in a heat wave. Okay, finally. Somebody said finally, thank you. Um, Ecclesiastics chapter 11. Verse 9. Rejoice, O young man and that young woman, in thy youth, and let thy heart cheer thee in the days of thy youth, and walk in the ways of thy heart and the sight of thy eyes. But know thou that all these things these things God will bring thee into judgment. Therefore, remove sorrow from thy heart and put away evil from the flesh for, for childhood and youth are vanity. Well, you know, that, that's... In other words, our prosperity, we need to have, a, have a accountability about it. You know, oh, look what I did, look what I did. It's not what you did, it's what huh, you operate in God's right. Blessings. You made the covenant blessings work for you. That's accountability. We are all stewards. And there is coming today when we will have to give an account to God how we use the things that God gave us. God is going to ask, what did you do with that which I entrusted you with? Uh-oh. He's going to ask. What we call our own is not ours. It's not yours. We are only stewards or managers, but God has given us. You know, when when you go to work, God says you need to do it as unto him. So it's not that job has been given to you to be a good steward. See owners have rights. Owners have rights. Stewards have none and we are all stewards. Therefore we ought to pray and ask God what he wants us to do with what he has given us. Yeah. Amen. Oh well, glory to God. We will close I gave him some time. Close now. Prosperity. The covenant blessing or the ways of prosperity from out of Ecclesiastics. Anybody need prayer? Okay, let's all stand. The wife says to tell you she missed you all. Yesterday, <laughs> at the dinner, thank asking about her. She hopes to be back on the road to recovery soon. So, amen. Father, we're praising you. We just give you thanks, Lord, that this is the day that you've made, Father God. And we can rejoice in it, Father God. And I thank you, Lord, that which we've heard. Thank you, Lord, that we'll be able to put into practice, Father God, the ways of prosperity, Father God. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks as we go our separate ways. I thank you, Lord, that we can bless those that we come in contact with through word and deed. In Jesus' name, amen.